Hello camp people and welcome to the official podcast of Christian Camping New Zealand. As your membership association, we talk to a lot of camp managers, board members and staff and one question that we hear all the time is, how are other camps going? Join us in this podcast as we connect with camp people from around the country to answer that question and to get inspired and challenged along the way. Join us as we chat between camps. Hello camp people, my name is Peter Dobbs, I'm the CEO of Christian Camping New Zealand and I am in Nelson today. It's an absolutely stunning day, which is what you'd expect from Nelson, but that wasn't true yesterday. Um, and I'm here with uh, Dave Fraser, uh, he and his wife Heidi lead, um, well I guess he manages uh, Bridge Valley Camp and Heidi is the support crew behind the scenes. Absolutely. Um, with their four children. Um, Dave has been here for seven years, the camp has about 125 beds and as far as Christian camps goes it's one of the kind of the normal ones where you do school stuff and then you do holiday camps in the in the holidays. Absolutely, it's a great place, we love being here and uh, thanks for taking the time to chat. No, you're very welcome. Um, I one of the things that I find interesting about here is, as well as it being a site that you can kind of physically eyeball the whole thing, so you, it's it's manageable in terms of my headspace when I come here. Some camps I'll look at and go, how on earth do the people kind of get their head around everything that needs to be done? But you've pivoted a little bit over COVID and you're doing school lunches at the moment. Yeah, we've picked up a healthy school lunches contract and delivering 200 lunches a day to the local school, one of the local schools. So. That means we've employed extra staff and had a little bit of extra funds in the bank account, which has been great through COVID. <laughs> yeah, I, really I, bet, I bet. And the government pays for it. That's the best kind Absolutely, of money, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. Yep. So um, what's going on here at the moment? What are, are there like, trends that you're seeing through camping or, or what's, what's the deal? Yeah, well, probably a big thing for us at the moment is our internship program and seeing people grow and seeing young people just want to grow and um, okay. that hunger for authentic community and authentic faith is is huge and so we've tried to position our staff culture to be uh, enable people to do that enable young people to to grow to have authentic relationship um, and that's been a huge part of our staff culture which is just amazing for us so how many interns do you have we've got five young people with us at the moment yep. three apprentices and two interns okay and they are all going to canada for the winter and going to a camp in bc and also two other staff members and two ex-holiday um, camp volunteers as well. So there's like nine, nine guns, people nine people going to one camp. So wow, represent big time. It's That's cool. Great. Yeah. That's exciting. And as they say, you've got plans for some sort of reciprocal thing from that camp coming back the other way or... That's, that's the plan. We've told the uh, young people if they can sign up a someone to come back for our summer season, we'll give them a little kohar as a well-done signing fee. So. <laughs> Bribery and corruption. Absolutely. It goes a long way. Definitely. That's good parenting to, yeah, to yeah. observe. <laughs> no, it's great. Really good. Awesome. Okay, what about um, in terms of the, the kind of client groups that you have coming through at the moment? Is the is demand still high? Have you got solid bookings? or what? Bookings are great at the moment. We've yep. seen a return of weekend groups which is huge for us ah. so they dropped off through COVID to see them coming back it's looking very healthy yeah um, it's hard to know if it's a long term this is what it's going to be like forever or if mm. it's just the the blob after the back of COVID and people catching up so a little bit nervous around staffing and how to set ourselves up for that yeah um, but at the moment <laughs> yeah. it's looking very healthy so yeah, especially in the current climate eh, where we're like staffing's already an issue and if yeah. you're seeing increased demand 
and you have to budget for the future and plan for the future. It's like, how do you do that? Absolutely. It's yeah. huge. So we'll see so what happens. Those weekend groups, um, are they churches or community groups or what? Yeah, a lot more churches than we okay. have had in the past. Cool. Um, a few more community groups. Um, but yeah, the church has been great to see churches return. It's always good to connect with the, the church community and have yeah. them involved and connect with them. And yeah, really enjoying that. Do you have uh, like a formal partnership? With, with a local church? Not a formal, we've got a lot of casual partnerships, um, so there's a bunch of churches we work with year in, year out, um, mm-hmm. and continually grow, but officially we're not a kind of linked to any denomination or any church, independent camp, so right. nothing formal, all casual and all based on relationship, which yeah. is really healthy and strong. I think so. one of the challenges for, um, for Christian camping is, um, particularly if you run ministry camps, ministry camps are the time where we have the opportunity to to really invest in young people mm. and to promote a faith, you know, ultimately present the gospel to them. Yep. And a lot of people give their lives to Jesus at, at those camps. But then what What after that? You know, what does it look like for them to become disciples, not just make a decision at a camp? Um, in a context like this in Nelson, where it's kind of a localized community, yes. and I, I'd imagine most of your holiday campers would come from roughly the local area, is... Do you find that, in, well, I was going to say easier than other camps. I guess you probably wouldn't know how other camps do it. But how do you find that relationship goes in terms of discipling young people after they've been at a, at a holiday camp? It's hard. It's, yeah. it's one of our biggest goals this year is to really hone in on that and press down on what we can do to support that journey. Yeah. Um, about 80% of the kids that come through our holiday camps are non-Christians. Wow. So, okay. Yeah, it's not many that come from a church world. And so to be able to support people on that journey and get them plugged into churches we're just finding young people don't have that family connection like they used to. So mm. no longer do they have auntie, uncle, grandma, grandpa that used to go to a church and so you just go along to their church to be connected. They don't have that anymore. They've got to start from scratch. So how do you build a faith community with somebody who already doesn't have an in with a community Yeah, in an environment where socially um, we're seeing more and more people find their community on a peer level rather than a an age and a generational level. So a lot going on there, um, but it's an exciting challenge. Yeah. Love the challenge. Really keen to see it develop. So what are your thoughts? How do you tackle it? Um, yeah, <laughs> great. <laughs> Give us the answers, Dave. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 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 no, we're working on <laughs> working on a few different things, and it's all trial and error, yeah, see course. what works. Um, working on trying to really input into our leaders' culture, so hopefully send them as to be more of, I guess, disciple makers into their right. local setting, yeah. um, doing a lot more around them looking at partnering with a few churches to do, I guess, after camp events. So doing a Bridge Valley, like post-camp one night event, like a youth group event, but at a church at a youth group night to try and overlap. So really working on the overlap is the big one there. So I guess even physically introducing them to the space, right? This is the building where it meets. This is the front door. This is how you come in. All those things are going to help reduce that barrier to entry for them. Absolutely. Getting involved. Yeah, and it's just creating more stepping stones. So that might be having uh, churches and young people from our camps come out and do something on site here together. Just create the overlap, create the interaction, and just the more and more stepping stones we can have in place, the hopefully the greater results we'll see. So yeah, awesome. It's all theoretical at the moment. We'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I I think it's an admirable goal. Not just an admirable goal, actually. I think it's it's critical, given that you know our, that's ultimately our mission. Yeah, definitely. Um, 
we're either succeeding in our mission or we're not. Absolutely. That's yeah. a little bit confronting. Yeah. So um, the next question I was going to ask you about was about uh, what are you excited about at camp? Is that it? Have we just talked about it or is there other stuff as well? Oh, basically that's, that's it in a nutshell. Anything for us that involves people's growth and people being challenged and inspired um, in their sp personal and spiritual growth, that's that's what we love to do. That's mm. what we kind of love to position ourselves. Um, we've got a few projects going on as well and they're always exciting. So a new septic tank system, hopefully. Oh, get wow. Out. Yay. Yeah, so wow. exciting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so look. It's important at, though, right? Oh, very much so, but <laughs> trying to sell it to funders. Hey, can you, <laughs> yeah, we needed, you know, 700,000 to put in a wastewater system. Cool. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but no, definitely it's the people side of things. We'll advertise it. We'll, we'll put your branding on there <laughs> yeah, on the yeah. side of the septic tank. <laughs> Every time someone flushes, they'll see your little logo. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> Brand association. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> um, as you look... Well, I guess to the future more than just the just the current context. What's the stuff that you that you're worried about? What are the things that keep you up at night? Yeah, in the short term, it's definitely our staffing well-being. So making sure that we can continue to support and grow our staff. That's that's one of the big ones, and that's you know from income right through to just their well-being and the pastoral care. Yeah. Long term, it's probably more of our volunteer leaders. The the lot of that we have through some starting to feel more and more disconnected we're finding the gap between their church community and their world that they live in increasingly kind of stretched and so trying right. to help them bridge the gap between their faith world and their social world is something that i kind of feel is really important for us where they feel like we are their second community almost or yeah. that i like i'd like to see the camp as a kind of a net so you create the church community as one part of the, the webbing and then the Christian camping community is the other part and so doing our part to support these guys on their growth and their faith journey is really important to yeah. us. So, International teams um, are doing work in that space at the, at the moment around helping, helping local churches to connect and engage and serve in their schools and then using camps as the ministry element to that. So they're, trying, they're intentionally trying to create that, that community stuff. Um, they've only got two staff, one based in Hamilton and one based um, in Wellington, or just north of Wellington. Um, but, but they're intentional about it, and I think it's the right move. From definitely. a strategic perspective, I, th I think it's the right move. Yeah, yeah, definitely it is. Yeah, okay. So um, what does success look like for you here at Bridge Valley then? Well, with that in mind, it's got to be people being inspired to a strong Christian community, to grow in their faith, to, to walk an authentic faith journey for themselves, yeah, okay. and what we can put around that. There's obviously takeaways from that at a lower level, so creating fun events, creating inspiring events. Mm -hmm. um, I love to see it when a young person comes on board and goes through our journey, becomes an intern, mm. and kind of starts to catch the stuff that's happening and starts to own their faith, and you get feedback saying, you know, this is a great authentic way for me to ex express my faith and mm. to grow my faith. Like, mm. that, is, that is a win for us, um, obviously. Um, and then getting those volunteer leaders to be able to share their faith and their story with young campers that come through and for them to hear their campers catch hold of the reality of Jesus through their experience at camp and seeing that whole trickle-down effect. I, I think beautiful. last night when we were talking, you mentioned something along the lines of, yeah, you can go and learn stuffy theology, or you can come here and you can, you can actually do it. Totally. It's, like, it's yeah. that, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. cool. Now that's exciting. Yeah. So, so I've heard you talking about uh, the... The, tra the transformation in people's lives when it comes to um, the kids coming through ministry camps and then going in, on to be leaders and whatever else that looks like. And, and also around the development of interns and staff and their well-being. 
how does that approach and your kind of view of success, how does that translate to school groups that you have coming through? Oh, it's beautiful. Um, we stumbled onto an internship program about six or seven years ago. And what it did is it created a culture where our staff were intentionally mindful of the journey of the young people that are on camp. So by putting the well-being of staff and young people and holiday camp leaders as a primary goal for our staff, it's mm -hmm. created an ethos and an outworking and a culture of camp which is designed to actually promote growth. So when we have a school group come on site, our default is hopefully to grow these young people as individuals, not just to get them up the rock climbing wall, it's kind of to inspire them in their growth. So everything okay. is hopefully wired to actually see people grow, challenged, inspired, to actually challenge who they are and to try something new. So it's definitely a strong overlap there. Yeah, that's cool. So that's like a cult, that's a camp culture, Absolutely. staff culture thing. What about skill sets? Like what, how, what training is required to kind of get those people so they can do that in a way that's meaningful? It's like, great, we have this culture and it's an expectation and I really want to achieve it. Yep. But you actually have, to have the skills to do it as well, right? Totally. And I think our staff team is very good with um, long-terming staff. Like having staff around for a long time is, is gold. It's utterly key. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so modelling that, we do a good chunk of in-house training days as well. So we're okay. trying to do in-house like everything from like your personality, kind of who you are, how you operate, what makes you tick, right through to, cool, let's get you in a challenging environment, let's throw you into the high ropes right. and make you squirm a little bit and let you see <laughs> what it's like for a young person. And then using some of the external stuff that you've organised with the facilitation programmes that's on at the moment yeah. and that kind of stuff, just to try and give people the different skills that they require to grow has been great. So we're always trying to tap into external stuff as well as to grow the Yeah, exactly. Journey. I mean, you can't just rely on... Like, the external stuff's good and you yep. get like experts like... Um, uh, like Paul Humphreys, who's coming right now to do this this AFT program that's running outside. Um, I mean, they're amazing, Absolutely. but if that's all you're doing, you, you're not gonna kind of make much of a dent. Yeah, yeah. You have to be a bit. <laughs> you have to give people opportunities to learn on the job as well. They definitely. Yeah, it's said that you know life skills or life is made not in the big moments, but it's made in the routine moments. Yeah, the things that happen over and over every day. So we're even trying to integrate into our staff meetings, our ops meetings in the morning, is a question of like. Okay, so what are our goals? How do we want to treat people today? What do we want to inspire this group that's coming with today? Do we just focus on encouragement? And it's just and so just trying to have like a mini goal for the day within the operations team. And Perfect. Little things like that to try and keep it in front of us every day. Yeah, I, I see uh, churches, not just churches, but churches is where I've seen it a lot. Like May month of missions or whatever the thing is. Like there's like um, Vision Week or those sorts of things. So you get these like these microcosm moments of really big picture goal setting visionary stuff and then the rest of the time it's just kind of the mundane normal church and you're like well that doesn't actually make a difference unless the the language that you develop the culture that you're aiming for the objectives that you have in place unless they are something that kind of filter down and actually impact what you do every single day totally Definitely. And so that's what you're talking about. Yep, that's yep. brilliant. Yeah, it's the same question. It's like when this young person, be it a volunteer or an intern, leaves here, what practical skills or authentic life skills are they going to walk away with? So yep. what are we doing today that they can leave with? Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, That's cool. So um, what about growth for you? What's God challenging you on at the moment that, that's appropriate for you to share with, with us? Yep. Or challenging or yeah, encouraging yeah, or whatever? Nice, no, no, no. Um, 
Probably on a simple thing. Um, personally, I've been challenged a little bit in the world of hospitality. I know. Okay. Yep. Christian camps are always really good at it. Personally, I'm not so great at it. So <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's just Jesus' way of trying to catch me up to the culture of Christian camping. So just trying to keep the hospitality side of life um, strong. And that's, again, coming through looking at an internship program, going, what skills we want to teach our young people? Oh, mm. If they can learn to host a, a good feed for some people, be it a barbecue or anything like that, and not just eat food, but have authentic conversation, that's really healthy. And through that process, God's kind of like tapped me on the shoulder and go, what are you doing about that yourself kind of thing? Interesting. Yeah, it's been really good. Um, in probably my own quiet moments, it's wrestling with, and we talked a little bit about this last night, the viewing, understanding my worldview from a guilt-based culture versus Jesus' worldview as a shame and honor culture. So then reading through scripture and let Jesus speak to me around his understanding of a worldview which is based on honor versus shame and just understanding yeah. who I am in relation yeah. to that, changing my viewpoint as a, a son of God, being that my, my place is honored because of Jesus, but also my role is to ensure the family of Jesus is honored rather than bring shame to it. So it's not a Great. right, wrong. It's Great. like how do we edify and grow each other. So I say to my children uh, most mornings when I'm kind of giving them a hug and sending them on their way for their day, um, represent us well today. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. That's a great line. So I think that's that's kind of along those lines. And the challenging thing around the, the, the guilt thing is that guilt's a really powerful motivator. Mm. Like it's a fantastic way to get yourself moving and doing stuff if you make yourself feel guilty, but it's super unhealthy. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I just think if we can capture our, our identity and our belonging place there and then off, operate from that, yeah. it makes so much more sense. And you can unpack it and young people again, the same as myself, will be able to like just live from that place of acceptance and then what we do becomes worship rather yeah, than yeah, yeah, just yeah. Kind of obligation. Yeah, we do who we are. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. good. Okay. And the, the mandatory final question, which Ben Cochran is definitely the winner in terms of making this question like a deep and meaningful thing. I don't even know if he meant to, but it certainly went there. If you were going to be a classic camp meal, what would you be and why? Oh, good. Now, I've given this one a lot of thought. I'm sure you have. Yes, I heard Ben's answer and said I can't live up to that. So <laughs> I'm going to have to default to a curry. A curry? Yeah, I love a good curry. Uh, it's um, gluten-free, dairy-free, and it can be vegetarian if you're that way inclined. So I love my good curry, as long as it's got a nice bit of spice to it. And so kind of you leave with just that taste of, oh, that was right on the edge of what I can handle. So spicy and satisfying without being something that'll upset your tummy. That's, that's what you're going that's for. That's exactly what I'm saying. There you go. Yeah, there you yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> very good hey thanks so much Dave for um, letting me put a microphone on your shirt I know it's not the most comfortable thing in the world necessarily but um, I'm sure people will be very interested to hear what's going on here at Bridge Valley great thanks for your time Dave you're welcome thanks. thank you for joining us on the podcast today our hope is that in addition to strengthening our sense of community these discussions will also challenge and grow us to remain focused on what God is saying and what he has called us to we pray that he will bless you and your camps and continue to give you a sense of purpose. Please join us next time for more conversations between camps.